We've been asking you tonight about passwords. Passwords can be a pain. You know that. If you have many, have you ever sat there with your phone with like, you know, whatever it is, like, you know, some subscription you have to a magazine and you're sitting there trying to remember what your password was. You think, I'm not going to go and reset it because that's going to take time. And I, what was it? What was it? And you sit there going through the, you know, maybe the army of passwords you may use trying to remember which one that one was. Um you know, a phrase, whatever it is that you try to try not to give away too much here. <laughs> Needless to say, this, this is part of the problem. So many to remember, so easy to forget. So what do many of us do? Well, you know, we choose simple ones. Some choose super simple ones. A reminder from an episode of The Office. Uh, it's saying the server went down. Does anybody know that password? Because otherwise we can't do any work. Oh, uh, try password. Nope. Try zero, 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 zero. No. Okay, now try zero, 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 one. Okay, I'm not doing every number. Yeah, you get the idea. Well, a new study published by password management service NordPass lists the top 200 passwords across 30 countries. Imagine, it turns out we have an awful lot in common. The top one in this country is one, two, three, four, five, six. That's number two across the 30. Number two in Canada is the word password, as you heard there. The word password itself, that's number one everywhere else. The rest of the top 10 is equally simple. You know, five, four, three, two, one, uh, six ones, ABC, one, two, three, and so on and so forth. There are some gender differences, which are interesting. Men tend to use those numbers and swear words. Women tend to use names uh, commonly. So... Of course, experts warn this isn't just about being novel. Experts warn the problem with the really common ones is that they can take less than a second to be cracked by someone who knows what they're doing. Um, joining me now is Gerald Casulis. He's VP of Business Operations at NordPass with more on what the most common ones are, what the problem is, and what you can do about it. Thanks for your time. My pleasure, Ben. So how do you do this research? I don't imagine you just phone people up and ask for their passwords, do you? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so we actually work uh, together with independent uh, cybersecurity researchers who analyze the data from all the breaches that happened right. um, globally in the year. So, for instance, in 2022, they evaluated three terabytes of databases um, globally. So you've come up with the top 200 globally. Um, and if ever people thought we were all very different, the one thing about passwords is that it turns out a lot of us are pretty much the same. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, we try to stick to easy passwords, keeping the habits very simple. You know, we are creatures of habits, unfortunately, and we tend to go for something that we can easily remember. And, you know, we can type in on the keyboard quickly when it's going to be a combination of simple letters or, or numbers. That's what we tend to stick on, unfortunately. When we look at Canada specifically, it may not come as a um, as a great surprise what the top 10 looks like, but uh, what does the top 10 look like? Yeah, so uh, to be honest, it's very similar to global trends. So number one password in Canada is one, two, three, four, five, six. And globally, that's uh, number two passwords used, right? And in Canada, number two is password. And then you have Pretty much the same combination, like five, four, three, one, and Kuberti, and so yeah, it tends to stay the same. It tends to stay. What is the number one globally? I think I forgot to look. Uh, password. Password. So number two <laughs> so, in Canada, number one around the world. Okay, I get it. Exactly. So number one and number two in Canada and around the world, just swapping places, pretty much. 
you found some interesting um uh, gender differences too. It, it tends the, the most common passwords in Canada amongst women tend to be different uh, than the ones that are most common amongst men. Uh, that's correct. Yeah. And it's interesting because we do this research every year and we, every year we see similar statistics where, you know, between men and women. So for instance, women tend to use nicer words. Like for instance, even here in Canada, like female, they use like number one uh, common password is sunshine. And right. then passwords come in as I love you and things like that. Right. And men aren't as nice. <laughs> men tend to use swear words a lot more than women uh, as a password and don't tend to use nicer words as commonly as women. Yeah, I was noticing that women tended to use names, right? Uh, names of loved ones, for instance, and men tended to use the one, two, three, four, five, six password and so on, the really utilitarian ones, uh, along with some, with some other, as you pointed, some more colorful yeah. ones. Um, yep, it's absolutely really interesting to find out what people use. And I guess the top 10 is all very in Canada is all very uh, things you would expect. So words like guest, uh, you know, six ones, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, or any combination mm -hmm. of that. ABC one, two, three is a big one, too. I guess one of the what this is all about, though, is security. So what is the danger when you use such a simple password? Yeah, well, it's a great question. And a lot of us don't really think about passwords as one of the security aspects that protect our digital identity. And um, we tend to lean away from that and, and go for the passwords that we can easily remember. But the password is obviously the first entry level into protecting our identity, but it's going to be like logins like Facebook or Instagram or our emails and whatnot. And we tend to stick to our habits where we're creating similar passwords everywhere. And we think that we need to remember those passwords when the matter of fact, using a password manager like NordPass, for instance, you don't need to remember a password. Therefore, you should be leaning towards a safer password that wouldn't be easily guessable. And I think the answer to the question, the main thing is when you create a password that is unsecure, uh, for hackers using automated tools to, to guess the password, it could literally take under one second to crack it. Really, something as simple as a one, two, three, four, five. I, I mean, that that would be one that you would enter if you know if if you were even had no idea about security. Yeah. That might be the first one you would enter. I guess one of the yeah. other things that comes up too is I, I think that in general, and I'll speak for myself. You know, I tend to use uh, passwords that are simpler for things that I don't use. You know, things that are not you know, things that you aren't aren't like bank accounts or the things that are you feel you really have to protect. But there's a danger in that too. You pointed out. Uh, come, absolutely. Uh, we can look at it this way. Between the combination of different websites and different data points that we enter on different logins where we don't necessarily create a secure password because we don't care about protecting that uh, that identity of ours too much. But then remember from each of data points that could be collected on the different websites, the hackers could absolutely get enough data points to, to be able to crack even secure passwords that we could be creating on our logins into online banking, for instance. Uh, and, you know, goes into identity theft and different things also where we could um, leak our addresses, we could leak our data births and full names and whatnot. And that could obviously be used to uh, to sell our data online as well, to, to target us better as well. So we want to avoid those things and we want to protect, learn to protect ourselves a lot better. How much more sophisticated are hackers today when it comes to spotting what could be called, you know, sort of building a profile of you, trying to figure out what it is that you might do, anticipating what you yeah. might use as a password. Because obviously, oftentimes you see those things on social media where people are like, tell me what your, you tell me what the name of your first pet. And you're like, you might as well just <laughs> tell someone your password, right? 
Yeah, I think one of the main things to uh, to realize is that hackers don't sit at the laptops and guess our passwords, right? There, there isn't going to be a person at the end just sitting there and tr typing in different passwords, trying to guess what your ID login is. It, they tend to use sophisticated tools, same as we do, right? When we you know, are trying to log in somewhere or whatnot. And hackers doing the same thing is they're using analytical tools. They're using the tools that would um, guess the passwords. And that would obviously mean that they could go through guessability of the password within milliseconds and try to apply thousands or millions of uh, guessable passwords in a short period of time. And those guessable passwords would be the same as we can see with the most common passwords globally. So <laughs> chances are, if you, if you gain access to a leak to, I don't know, maybe 100,000 emails and apply these 200 most common passwords in the world to those 100,000 emails somewhere, you'll be able to log into at least, you know, a few of those logins and, and those analytical tools that, uh, that hackers use obviously simplify things for them and they're being very clever how they go about that. Right. And once, once someone gains access to one of your profiles, how much easier is it for them to gain access to others? Oh, very much so. Um, it, it gets easier and easier, as you can imagine, because by you logging into my login somewhere where I could be not necessarily securing that too much because this is not a very common login or whatnot, where I don't need to protect my data there too much, but you'll be able to maybe get my full name there or my you know, email, maybe my date of birth, and you combine that with other data points that you have on me, then suddenly that will potentially could gain, um, grant access to my other logins I have elsewhere. And then it goes back to the point where I said, a lot of people, including probably, you know, you and I, we fell victim to that. We tend to reuse passwords. And because we go into that habit of trying to remember the passwords, right? So how many passwords can you remember, right? Probably what, two, three, four, five yeah. passwords. Yeah, And those could be even slightly, you know, even secure passwords could be combination of words. And obviously it might take longer for the hacker to, to guess that password. But then what that means that imagine potential data leak happens where the website data and the database itself gets leaked. And even if I had a secure password there attached to it, that password is exposed with a password hash exposed to the dark web. And by hackers gaining access to that password, they could try to apply the same password to other logins that I have elsewhere. And by me falling victim to reusing the password and not you know, having good habits around the cybersecurity itself, they'll be able to gain access to my other logins and could be more important ones. It could be maybe Facebook accounts. And then obviously yeah. this opens a can of worms. Uh, so, so what can we do then to better protect ours? Other than the obvious, which is not used sort of the most obvious passwords, what can we do to better protect ourselves online? It's a great question, Ben. And uh, probably number one and easiest thing to do is get into the habit of using a password manager. So a password manager like NordPass, it provides you with a vault that's going to be able to encrypt the data for you, right? So you'll be able to store all your passwords in, in the vault. And also it will provide you with extra tools in there like password generator. So it will generate passwords for you that will be unique and will be unguessable by by hackers. And you wouldn't be, you always get unique different passwords everywhere. And this way, obviously this will eliminate the need to remember the password because pretty much every time you log in somewhere using a password manager, you're going to have autofill available. So pre-fill the passwords for you, simple and easy. And then going beyond that, probably the biggest tool that's available to every single one of us uh, that could be utilized in most of the logins that we create is a two-factor authentication. 
So most of the websites, they do a great job by promoting access uh, login through second factor authentication and to set that up. So whether it's going to be extra text message sent out to us when we're trying to log in elsewhere or using extra tool to, uh, to generate one-time passwords and whatnot when logging in. So things like that are adding value. So meaning that when someone tries to log in using our details, our passwords, the second factor authentication would be prompted. And obviously with them, without having access to, let's say your mobile phone, no one else will be able to utilize that and log in. So don't forget two-factor authentication, multi-factor authentication, and a password manager like NordPass. Yeah, I, I guess what, what it boils down to too is that uh, we are often, it's sort of a combination of um, laziness because we don't want to waste a lot of time on our passwords. <laughs> and, and just human nature, the, the fact that it's easy to forget passwords that you don't lose a lot um how often would you change your password then do you recommend well a good habit would be to do so every couple of months um i'd always say it probably even i don't do it all the time uh but every and every now and then um you should get into the habit and the good thing is password manager actually like northpass for instance it reminds you to do so you can easily right. go in there and you can see how many weak passwords you have how many old passwords you have. So you just need to get into the habit of following up with the notifications you're getting and just update uh, your passwords every three or so months. Well put. Gerald Casillas, thank you so much. Thank you, Ben. My pleasure.